Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, today is simple. I want to tell you, I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's, 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 it's a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He, that was the best. Well, that's, that's not exactly true, though. That, that's, that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying, I mean, I got to tell you, to, to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh, but, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way 
to gain God's real blessing is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. No, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to, to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I, can't, I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice. If you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now, had I given up after I failed, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best, I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes, if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. It, when I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curl, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher. 
bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up here in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? And I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. And this, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it. The mountains, the sky, the valleys, the oceans, the trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith, and faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit, and he give you a little bit more courage, and then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, I'll try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can, uh, you can try to pay your, pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? you got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, live and well, (laughs) in vivid color. Vivid and living color. Listen, today's show is dedicated to people who are proud of who they are. I'm only talking today to people who are proud of who they are. Now, listen to me. I want you to put yourself in the proud category Even if you've made a major mistake, it's okay. The fact that you're in the process of overcoming it should fill you with pride. Hello, this is from a proud people today. Good morning, Shirley. Loud and proud, baby. Good morning, Steve. Call it for real. Proud of it. Good morning. What's up, crew? Happy Tuesday. Tommy Tom. Proud, proud, baby. Proud. Yes, I am. I'm too proud to beg. And you mm-hmm. know who we Yeah. So what's happening, everybody? Everybody good? Yeah. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. this is a good day. Yeah. The day you wake it's up. Nice. It's early, ain't it? It's just yeah. good to be up in the morning, man. I love morning. A blessing. Hey, when man. when time change? Like that's coming up. We I did it already. I think so. Huh? I thought we did it already, didn't we? Time ain't changed yet. Surely. Uh-uh, did sure. it go forward already? <laughs> we didn't do it already early October. All back. No, girl. Uh-huh. Where you back. get that? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we this did. This Sunday. This Sunday. Oh, November 3rd. November 3rd. You know, November Shirley, 3rd. you ain't good with dealing with time or death. <laughs> Them two, you will get she a person out. out of here quicker. <laughs> 
We and already we all changed have our flaws. the time. I'm we all have our flaws. I don't remember the time going back. I don't like fallback. Do you guys I hate like fallback. No, I like when it no, gets I, dark earlier. No, it, it mm. messes me up when it's dark, especially in L.A. It be dark at 430. Yeah. You be going, hey, partner. Yeah. <laughs> time to go to bed. <laughs> I, I hated it when I was little growing up in Chicago. It, it would be so dark at like four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And cold, dark and it. cold. I think that they yeah, should change it and stop that. moving the clock because farming is yeah, not what it was. I've always taught that it was for right. farming to create longer mm-hmm. days in the summer for the farmers to get more hours of work yeah. in. Uh, I was always told that, because we were in the country, of course, like, I don't know if that was true or That's not. That's what I heard too, Steve. Yeah, farming is not what it was, so I just think that we should we should move on with this time. I think we should we should do two things. What? We should move on with the time and, and impeach the president. Yeah, two things, things we got to do happen. on our to-do list. You got my vote. <laughs> yes. Not necessarily in that order. Now, yeah. now, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. That's right. just on my well, old Christmas list. Well, they have discussed uh, the time, not ch- not changing it. They have discussed that. Discussed yeah. The yeah, we hear that every, yeah. every spring forward mm-hmm. and every fall back. Yeah, so, they have discussed it at least. It, it feels like it's getting closer. But come on with this impeachment. Let's get that closer. Yeah, probably. Immediately. Yeah. All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, Steve, your favorite segment, Ask Steve, coming up right after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, our friend, our family member, Tyrese, will be our special guest. Uh, That's coming up at the top of the hour again. But right now, it's time for Ask Steve, your favorite segment, Steve. We're going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask you to please keep your answers short so we can get more questions in. Thank you. Here we go. (laughs) You ready? Uh, What what becomes more difficult, not easier, more difficult the more you do it, Steve? What becomes more difficult? The more you do it. What becomes more difficult? Mm-hmm. The more you do it, mm-hmm. the more you do it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The weight loss. Oh, mm-hmm. good work. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bring that up. The more yeah. you try to lose weight, the longer you've been doing it, the harder it gets. Mm-hmm. I'm Amen so to sick that, of my stomach right now that I've actually <laughs> just made an adjustment <laughs> with it. I quit looking at it. <laughs> Steve, yeah. you never Ignored, give up right? the quest, though. Nah. You never give up. Oh, no. Oh, the six-pack is the quest. <laughs> <laughs> I already never. know I'm not going to get a six-pack. I, I know that. But I've tried to do things to offset it. Well, so, what did you do during the Shirts Off Tour? Remember mm, that? Yeah, well, I was well, we 12 years younger. for that. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was 12 years younger. Oh. Yeah. Everything I did then is not working now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm do. I did all that, Shirley. I know exactly what I did. I done done it for four months, and I don't have that look yet. But it seems like you don't do cardio. Seems like you just weight lot weight lift. That's so not true. Oh, okay. You oh, haven't good. been to one workout, so I'll ignore that you said that. Next question. <laughs> he was offended. <laughs> yeah. I know he was. You don't do cardio. That about nothing. Go ahead. It was a question. All right. I got one for you, Steve. What's the best way to get rich? What's the best mm. way? What do you think? <laughs> Make more money? Oh. <laughs> no. 
uh, the best way to get rich is to identify your gift and then take that gift and give it your undivided attention and your all-out massive effort. Mm-hmm. Your I like gift that will make room for I agree you. with that. I do. And if that's and if you can, if your gift is the thing that'll make room for you, identify the gift, focus only one hundred and twenty percent, and never give up. Yeah, and, and I, I love okay. your, your one of your favorite things that you say, Steve, is when people say that's so hard, and then you say, <laughs> Yeah, it is hard to be successful, but ain't it hard to be poor? Poor is yeah. yeah. Paul has some difficulties and challenges to it. So since it's going to be hard to be successful and it's hard to be not successful, Mm -hmm. I might Mm -hmm. as well go on and get this hard to be successful journey started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that response. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Because we've all seen the movie on how to be poor. We know how that ends. Oh, Lives it. What? (laughs) Start in it. What the other one? Yeah. Yes. Start in it. Start, co-star, directed, produced it, all of that. All right, Steve, here we go. I like that, Steve. Uh, I got one. Oh, oh, yes, right. What are some foods that you hesitated to eat, but later you loved it? Oh, escargot. Question. Oh, caviar. Uh, What's escargot? Snails. Snails. It's not a favorite of mine, but you know, it's some stuff I would never do that. Sushi. I swore sushi off as a young boy. Raw. Man, you got to put some fire <laughs> on my fish. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Some grease. I would just, th- those three things uh, I remember. I didn't understand. Fish eggs. Nobody mm-hmm. no damn yeah. fish eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you too, part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It can't be hard. <laughs> Good question. Good rich answer. All right. Um, here's one. What screams, Steve? Listen to this carefully. What screams, I have a crush on you? What screams I have a crush on you? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, mm. if I'm looking at you, uh-huh. and my mouth is open and I'm slobbling, uh-huh. that's oh, screaming. Gosh. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. screaming. <laughs> that's screaming. I have a crush on you. Well, how do you know someone? Okay, that's how you have a crush on someone. But how do you know someone has a crush on you? If they looking at me. <laughs> And their mouth slob- is hanging open. <laughs> and they slobbering. Yeah, in reverse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now that. That's your new boo. Yeah, now that has never happened to me. <laughs> not even but rich? That hasn't happened? Come on. Well, I've seen other ways not that extreme. Oh, okay. I, okay, man. Uh-huh. Let, at an event, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was speaking to a, a group. Yeah. And it was mostly women. Mm-hmm. And this woman had a mini skirt on, <laughs> and mm. uh, and and you know was kind of working it towards me. I was mm-hmm. doing the speaking, mm-hmm. but then got up, yeah. left uh, after the event was open, over, put on a skin tight cat suit with heels and came right back in the room because obviously mm-hmm. the mini skirt wasn't winning. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I didn't even know why. And Ooh, changed into a cat suit. Yeah. And came in front. And I mean, skin tight. And walked skin right tight. in front of your eyelines to make oh. sure you could see her. Yeah, your to eye the line. point where it pissed the other women off. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what. Because they knew it was that obvious. Oh man, women, what you can't you can't slide nothing past flirting mm-hmm. on a woman. Now man can miss it, but women women ain't mm-hmm. gonna miss it. Uh-huh. What's your weakest game? Mm-hmm. All, all the time because we know. <laughs> was right. she fine in the cast? Uh, I didn't hear what you say. Say again. The, the answer was yeah. in his silence. If you didn't pick that up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Carla. <laughs> All right. Quickly, what warning label do you consistently ignore, and why? The Surgeon General has determined oh, that smoking what? can cause birth defects. For real. And right there, I quit reading because I ain't finna have no babies. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Crazy. Stupid. All right, we got to get out of here. That concludes our uh, segment. Ask Steve. Coming up next, nephew, run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, get ready, get ready. Tyrese will be our very special guest. Tyrese. Can't wait for that. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Nev? Uh, we're going to get in the closet, Shirley. Raymond in the closet. Let's run that thing back. Hello? Hello? Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bella, who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda brother? Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broke in our house. They in the house right now. I'm in the Hold car. on, hold on, hold on. Man, I damn, I better can he what you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody done broke in our house. Well, why in the hell you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the <laughs> house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm hold on. Wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What are you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't call the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet, and I'm trying to get somebody to... Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to Man, do. you saying somebody in the house, in, 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 in your damn house right now? I don't know what to do. Oh, this up. Okay, where do you live at? Where do you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to call the... Laws. Nah. Wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your ass in a house, somebody finna, send up here finna kill you, and you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't call. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now, you saying, hold on. You saying don't call the damn laws. You don't have some what in the house? Don't call nobody because we, we got it. I got some illegal stuff. In the house, don't do it. Man, what the you got now? <laughs> Man, you know what? This is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your ass up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now, you done set your ass up in the house. That's who in there now. That's, uh, I guarantee you that. What you what you got in there? I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call. 
Man, you need to let me call the damn law. Because I'm going to tell you right now. You can't get your money. Don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. But you know what, man? I'm going to tell you now. I'm not going to go out there. You don't stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I get called the law. Don't call. I get called the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because it's too much illegal stuff in the house. Don't do it. Please. Don't do it. Don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a thing because I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool's going to tell me don't even call the damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm go, I, I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down now. You know what? Now, first thing I'm going to tell you now. Now, I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You're going to get they your don't, killed they on don't, your they own. Don't. Doc, listen. Man, look. They don't, they don't. I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call her. Because you know what? You're finna get your killed out there. They don't know who you are. I just I need you. Man, you know what? And I ain't finna stay on the phone with your so they can find out. Because you wait, know what? Wait, no, no wait, 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 wait. I ain't getting in that. I ain't, man, you must be a damn fool. I ain't finna get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I'm finna have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Because you know what? You're finna get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. I think they outside. I think. Man, you know what? This is some crazy Doc, you done set your Shh. up. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your sister Shh. for one. Don't get no say She's sitting up there talking about not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your monk ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'ma tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Cause I'ma tell you right now, I ain't finna jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your around here. Only thing I could do, I could help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now my wife's got a cell phone. What you want me to do? Will you come get me? You must be a damn fool. I'm not hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look, look, I can't get in that and my wife and I already called the police. I'ma tell you right now, they finna come. Can you, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you shut your damn mouth right now? Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know in the house. That's why they don't shoot the shit out of him. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by man, your boy y'all Wendell. Dirty. You just got you, you just me? got pranked. Why y'all some dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I do damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked by your boy Wendell, man. You... I'm sweating like hell sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man. And you sit up here, want to play with Man, look at here, boy. I'm sweating like hell. You, why are you sweating? You was finna die because I damn sure no one's finna come down to the house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to I the house. I, 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 I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like here, sitting up in here, though. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than <laughs> nephew Tommy with his crazy.
All-time favorite, Raymond Boy. in Boy. the closet. Classic. Boy, greatest of yeah. all time. The closet. Yes. That's your fave, huh, Steve? Uh-huh. Of all time. Because that I'm dude worried. that was on the edge of the bed, uh-huh. I know him. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. You're going to mess around and get your lucky ass killed. I, I ain't coming down now. I can call the law. That's all I can do for you. Can do. Huh? What you want me to do? What you want me to do? <laughs> Baby, uh, call the police. This, the setup got. Shh, shh, shut your What? What? You got it down, Steve. Well, I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's uh, everybody's favorite, Steve. We all love it. I know. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Tyrese, Tyrese. our special guest. Right after this. It's your man Tyrese. Y'all already know it's about to get real. I'm coming up next right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all listen, our special guest, I told you, I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> listen to me. A few years ago, uh, I played a song uh, every day for about six months. It was the greatest song that had been written in R&B and pop music in, 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 in I can't tell you, a minimum decade. Huh. That damn shame. Shame, yes. baby. Shame, boy, baby. You don't understand. The video was so good. Mm-hmm. The boy, this anyway. <laughs> Man, I, I'm talking about, I watched a video on Damn Near Cry. When I tell you he's a soulful singer, if you didn't get it then, you don't you don't know soul music. Period. You just don't. Well, he's an actor, he's an author, he's a bad boy. He's the newest movie out is called Black and Blue. It's in theaters Woo! right now. He stars as Mouse in this new movie. And uh Black and Blue, it's got uh, what it is, it pits a rookie cop against dirty cops. It is a fast-paced action thriller, the uh thriller. It's also a history-making movie, and we're gonna tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, he family now. He family. In the words of my daddy, Capricorn. <laughs> he never put the P, the PR. My father never knew that it was Capricorn. <laughs> he just always thought it was Capricorn. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Capricorn, one and only Tyrese. Tyrese. Oh. Yes. Good morning. Man, oh, Reese, how you been, man? Oh, I miss you. I miss you. Man, and I love you. I know you do, boy. I know I'm that. So me and proud. you. Boy, we've been solid. We. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, I ain't ever got to worry about Tyrese. Anything happened in my life, I get a text. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We got you, huh? Don't even worry about that. It's that brotherly Don't love, even baby. Blank. Dog. Don't even blink. It's some real ones out here riding for you until the wheels fall off. I'm dog. right here. And dog, and dog them the only ones I really got time for. I don't even have. Yes, hey, man, let's get into this because we welcome. There's just a new movie out. It's in theaters now. It's called Ooh, Black yes, and Blue. Sir. It's the first movie it's in real. history, you all, to have an African-American woman playing a police officer in a lead role. Yes. Her name Ooh. is Naomi. Yes. Harris? Yes. Bad girl, That's man. amazing for Naomi. How did that come about, Tyrese? Uh, well, you know, the crazy thing is, people don't know this, 
But Naomi had called herself retiring from acting because she's been acting since she was nine. She had her Oscar-nominated performance from, from Moonlight, Moonlight. Mm-hmm. and she just got exhausted and just needed a break and just needed a moment. And a little over a year went by, and her, her team put this black and blue movie on her radar. She says she cried. She couldn't stop page, turning the pages. She says she's mm-hmm. seen herself, like, jumping into the movie. And just like me, when I got a hold of it, I knew that we was about to make something that was gonna be for the culture, something that was gonna impact what we are living every single day. And I'm gonna be honest, which most people would never say, these are the type of movies that never get greenlit in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so raw, it's so in your face, it's so real, it's uncomfortable. And I had to to tell this when I I did the press junket last week and this woman who happened to be a white woman, I ain't got a racist bone in my body. She said, when the movie started, I felt like somebody from the back row put their foot on my neck and they never took their foot off my neck for two hours. I was breathing. I was screaming at the screen. I was high-fiving people on my row that I didn't even know. And I said, this is what it feels like to be black in America. Yep. You, you, you feel that pressure. And then she says, well, that's, that's unfair. And, and, and I said, well, no, no, let's, let's, just, let's stay right there. I, 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 she said, well, what about you? You could afford security. You know, you're this, you're that, you're an entertainer, you know. And I said, well, where's Biggie Smalls? Where's Biggie? How is his murder still unsolved to this day? No convictions, no trial, you know, and there's documentaries that point out that the police had something to do with helping the orchestrator's murder. His mother would never be able to sing happy birthday to him ever again. And not every case gets national headlines. Not every case gets the attention on social media. It's happening every single day. And so me and Naomi knew, Steve, that we were going into this movie making something to speak to Tamir Rice, to Eric Garner, to Biggie, to, to you know, uh, Mrs. Jefferson that we just lost playing video games in her living room in Dallas. Right. Yeah. And so this is one of the movies that that you have to see it to understand how much it means and how raw and in your face and how much it speaks to the culture. Hey, Tyrese, hold on one second, man. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, y'all, with more from Tyrese. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, our special guest is Tyrese. We love him. Reese is here to talk about uh, his brand new movie, which I have seen. It is incredible. It's called Black and Blue. I was, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. That's how much it gets into you because it is what we as black people live every single day. Every single day. Not to say that there are no good cops out there. That's not what this is all about. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's not fair. It's definitely a lot of cops. To this day, when when it gets real, that 911 is flying. And they come out and they help me out every time. Right. Uh, So it's, it's unfair to say that every cop is bad. But this is the question that I pose to the good cops. When is the last time you seen something and didn't say something? Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put That's that in the universe. And you say, yeah. well, if you ain't out here doing wrong, 
when somebody else is doing wrong, why aren't you willing to speak on it? That's right. See, because Eric Garner was getting choked, right? And only one police officer got reprimanded, but there was 14 officers standing there to witness it. Nobody cam footage was ever turned in, and nobody ever said anything about what they seen with their own eyes. And so everything about this movie keeps you on the edge of your seat, and there's a communicate there's a there's a community of people out here that will say you know it's really sad to see what they are dealing with i've been in la and yes. probably as long i don't know if tyree's from la but i've been in la about yeah, 30 years lot. and i have yet to see a white guy in a suit sit on the ground with his hands behind his back i have yet to see a white guy in a suit up against the fence i have yet to see a white guy in a suit bent over a car but i see it all the time with blacks and Hispanics, and it's good to see a movie like this so people can see what it's really like and how people are getting treated right. mm-hmm. by police officers. And you know and what, it, Jay? It's not all of them. It's not all of them. No, it's but not. But the ones it's that do all. make it bad for the other ones. Yeah, but yeah. that's what the movie's about. And you gotta and, uh, go see it. Yo, have Tyrese, got to see this movie. Yeah, you play uh, Milo Jackson, Mouse. Tell us about your character in the movie. Well, my character is a two-time felon. I work in a liquor store. Um, the last bit I did, you know, really caved me in. So even if weed, drugs, anything was in front of me, I'm just not messing with it. So I'm in this liquor store. And after Naomi Harris's character witnesses a triple homicide execution style from her fellow police officers with three black boys in New Orleans, she captures the murder on her body cam. And then her own police force is on a mission to kill her, to stop her from turning her body cam footage into the station. So she shows up to my liquor store and drags me into some some and I ain't I ain't want no parts of. Right. <laughs> I'm not giving away the movie. All of this is in the trailer, by the way. <laughs> you know, so it's. Uh, it's twisty. I mean, I think I think we've all had those moments where they try and honor us and give us awards for something that we did as brave or something we stood for. But no one wakes up on a Wednesday and, and, and plans on being a hero. Right. And so I'm just one of them guys in the liquor store that get drugged into this unexpected thing. And they're on a mission throughout the whole movie to try and knock us off. And it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Folks are saying they had to take an anxiety pill before they went to the car after the movie was over. I mean, it's it's crazy. All right, stay right there. Tyrese, we'll have more at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so our special guest is Tyrese. He is here. He's talking about his brand-new history-making movie. It's called Black and Blue. You know, we often talk about on this show that when you go to these movies to make sure that your ticket says uh, Black and Blue on it. Uh, I've heard I've heard this. Now, I don't know this, but I've heard this from a couple of people already that they go to the movie for Black and Blue. It's showing there but there's no signage. Mm-mm. There's no signage for black and blue. And you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but I just wanna bring it to everybody's attention. When you get to these movie theaters, make sure that your ticket, first of all, says black and blue on it. That's for starters. Right. But then you need to ask the management, where is the signage 
for these movies. You know, it's one thing, you know, because you used to always just be, they'd give you a ticket to another movie. Well, that hurts ticket sales for our movies instantly when they just right. and just go to any theater you want to. That's been the game for years. The game thickens if all of a sudden our movies are not getting signage mm-hmm. and our movie is not up on the billboard. That Marquee, that hurts. Right. On How the we ain't on the billboard? How you... Not no, not on the marquee. You know, listen, it's been all over my Instagram. I don't I don't I'm not into pulling the race card, but I just have to speak truth to what's been happening. I've been having so many fans to tag me to say that every movie but black and blue is up on the marquee. Every billboard, every movie poster, from the moment you know, how many times have you took your wife or your girl to the movie and said, I don't even know what we came here to watch. We want to watch something. And then you end up seeing signs and, and, and advertising something. Right. And then right. you're like, well, what's that movie? And you start mm-hmm. asking questions. You got to walk all the way to the back to even see a movie poster. It is, It. I don't want to call it voter suppression, but it is. <laughs> it, it seems strategic and calculated and so go online order your tickets as uncle steve said make sure it says black and blue and i need y'all to know that in success more movies that speak to what we actually live every day will be made hey tyrese we we love you man appreciate the hard work and keep going strong with it man i appreciate you i appreciate you honor thank you for what you mean to the culture steve Thank you all for having me on this morning. And, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, I, wait a minute, Tyrese. Hold, yes. hold on, not to interrupt you, but What's before wrong, you go, you have to tell us you are starring in the Teddy Pendergrass story. What? Well, when is that going to be done? We can't, you How can't we leave, that leave without telling us about that. It's coming. The life story of Teddy Pendergrass. Yes. It's, it's a role oh, that I was goodness. born to do. Oh, right. Congratulations, God. brother. Come on and go with me. Woo! Come on and go with me. Come on over to my place. <laughs> <laughs> my Come on and go with me. Would you like that day? Congratulations, <laughs> Tyrese. Hey, Congratulations. Bro. bro, hey, Steve, listen, I'm going to stay man. right here. I, I appreciate all these youngsters running around here with their little chest muscles hanging out. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Rolling they rolling they bodies fresh off the baby oil run. I get all that. About <laughs> to keep it grown. I want to stay right there in that shame lane. Extra grown, extra R&B. This Teddy Pendergrass movie, soon to be directed by Lee Daniels, fresh out of film. Wow. Okay. It's it's the life story of Teddy. It's coming. We need y'all to show up for Black and Blue. The yes. statement will not be made until y'all show up. I love it's y'all. So Thank you, you for having me on. It. Go ahead, My man. man. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyrese. Yeah! Watch! Black and blue in theaters everywhere. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, could her son be my new man? Mm. Could her son be my new man? All right. That's the subject of today's Strawberry Letter. Right now, though, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You hit my car. You hit my car. Let's go, cat. So you wasted and had Raymond noodles all over the place. 
Hello? I'm trying to speak to Adele. This is she. Do you live in apartment number 78? Uh, that depends on who asking. My name is Herman Wells. I live in building three, apartment 105. Do you live in apartment number 78? What you want with where I live? Look, ma'am, do you drive a Camry, a Toyota Camry, a light blue one? Yes. All right. Your next door neighbor then told me that you ran into my car. I got a Benz, a black one, a 2005 C240. Now, I got light blue scratches on uh, my... Wait, wait, wait. My neighbor told you what? Your neighbor, uh, matter of fact, his name is uh, Brian Kendall. I you talked mean to... the cross-eyed mother live across the hall? The what? The cross-eyed that live across the hall told you what? Man, listen. All I know is he say he live in apartment 80. He live next door to you. You live in a supposedly apartment 78 right here in Cambridge Court Apartments. Now, all I'm saying is he told me your car, is the which is the light blue car, hit my, backed into my car. Now, I ain't trying to create no problem, but somebody got to fix my car. Now, I got light blue scratches on my bands. Uh, last I checked, my light blue camera wasn't the only light blue camera they made. Ma'am, you the only light you the only light blue car in the parking lot. Ain't no even I'm light... the only light blue car in the parking lot right now. I ain't gonna say I've been the only light blue car in the damn parking lot. <sighs> Ma'am, I'm not I'm... <sighs> Look, and I'm in the middle of watching T what can I do for you? What you mean, what can you do for me? You didn't hit my car. I ain't, ain't touched your damn car. Is you got some cameras out in this parking lot that saw me hit your car? No, I don't have no cameras, but at well, least... Well, then, uh, I believe this conversation is over, and I don't give a damn what the cross-eyed man across the hall told you. Look, let me tell you something. You didn't hit my car, now you gonna oh, sit up and act like you on, ain't... Hold on, hold on, hold on, player. Uh, is you yelling at me? I'm and not yelling at you, but you didn't hit my car. You the I only light... touch your damn Ma'am, car. Ma'am, you the only me. light blue car in the parking lot. I'm the only light blue car in the parking lot now. And as a matter of fact, my car ain't even in the parking lot. My sister borrowed my car to go to the store. Well, is it possible that your sister is the one that hit my car? Now. Now. What? Okay, is, is your sister, when is she coming back? Maybe she hit my car and didn't tell you she hit my car. No, she ain't hit your car. She ain't hit your car because she would have told me she hit your goddamn car. Look, uh, I said ain't nobody hit your damn car. My car ain't got no damn scratches on it. What you ain't going to be doing is sitting here no cussing at me, though. It, then you I don't give a what kind of scratches you got on your car, but I can't do a damn thing about it. And even if you did, let me just be clear. I ain't got no insurance, no way. So I can't do nothing for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something. You it ain't got to tell me You ain't got to tell me a thing. And as far as I'm concerned, this conversation is over. Wait a minute. Let me ask you. Half a hung up. Call her back. Mister, you act like I ain't got You're call gonna pay for these scratches on my car. I got thirty five hundred dollars worth of scratches on my car. I don't give a about no. You had them scratches on your car already, and you ain't finna use me as no excuse to get you no new paint. I ain't had no scratches already on my car. Oh yeah, you had them. Oh yeah, you had. No, I did not. I'ma tell them insurance adjuster if he come over here. Nah, cause. You gonna be using your insurance. I already told you I ain't got no. Look, lady, don't make me come over to your apartment number uh, seven eight. I'm standing in the door. I'm on my way to the door now. I'm standing in the door. Come on, come on. Look, I got thirty five hundred dollars worth of scratches on my car that you need to pay for. You the you only. You the my only car light ain't blue. even worth thirty five hundred dollars. So you already doing better than me. What? 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 Look, I already told you. 
I'm tired of talking to you. I'm watching TV, and you ain't got shit else to talk to me about. I, I need to talk you, to you I'm about fixing, this car. Lady, I'm not listen. Fixing your car. I got 35. I didn't touch I, your car. My car ain't bumped up against your car. I ain't even parked next to no BMWs lately. It's a Benz. What a the C- hell ever? It's a Benz C240, a black. I don't give a damn if it's a, a Benz 777. I can't help you. They don't make a 777. I don't La- give a damn. Lady, look, you know what? Can I say something to you? No, you can't say a You know what you can say to me? You can say bye. I just want to say one more thing to you. One more thing. I'm going to give you one more more thing. Go ahead on. All I want to say is, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your sister Robin out of D.C. put me oh, up to... Oh, that <laughs> going to make me... You know what? I don't even have y'all damn show. I listen to the show on the internet. And this bitch... Oh, you wait till I talk to her all right, Mr. Dale, but listen, before you go, can you tell me, what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy. You knew you didn't run into nobody, I huh? knew damn well. I ain't hit nobody because I be trying to plug my stuff out there, Fox, so won't nobody hit me, you know? I'm the only light blue camera in the parking lot right <laughs> now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> You talking about the cross-eyed blankety blank cross the hall? That's one of my favorites right there. She gives me life. Oh, oh my you nephew Tommy. <laughs> so what's going right. on with you, Mr. Ready to Love host? Ready to Love, on? baby, is is hot host. and sizzling on host. Saturday nights. ST. Yeah. Just wanted to clear it up in case that. anybody heard something else. You didn't hear my tea on that host? No, I, I, well, I just wanted to make sure. It was a little faint. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a little. You kind of faded off a little uh-huh. bit. Oh, uh-huh. the ST faded off. Yeah, that ain't a good look. <laughs> Not for the host. No, it's doing yeah. good. So y'all make sure y'all catch it. Tune in on Saturday night. That's 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central on OWN. Ready to love. And it gets thicker and thicker each week. And, you know, I'm going to start giving y'all the play-by-play. Because, you know, elimination is every weekend. So just stay with me. I'm going to show you something. I, I really would like Tommy, y'all to hit I me up. It. Hit me up I and who you think going to be eliminated weekly. How about that? ThomasMiles.com. And let me know who you think will be eliminated every weekend. Somebody got to go. Wow. We will finish We will finish with three couples who have found So, Tommy, love. can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Has any of the women that's on the show been attracted to you? Oh, hmm. good question, Steve. Uh... I don't I don't think so, Uncle Steve. You know, I take this approach as being the man in the middle that's here to help you find a relationship, not find me. I'm blah, already blah, 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 blah. I'm already Where have Did you, you see Thomas Miles stepping down? <laughs> that was that was yeah. some garbage. That was I've so heard. damn Thomas yeah. Miles. <laughs> Tell the truth, nephew. No, Cause that ain't uh, nephew uh, Tommy Hill. Yeah, uh-huh. I looked at a couple of them. I'm going, I'm trying to figure out how I, Yeah. But Thomas Miles went, no, I... No. no. He almost went Shakespearean on you, Yeah, I almost did. I'm not messing up my (laughs) job. Quartz thine own hither. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. What? (laughs) Show black ass talking. (laughs) 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 
No, my Fair job enough. is to help them find love. That's my job. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to make sure you get you someone with some longevity, get you a relationship going. That's my job. Huh? Well, Steve is the host of Family Feud. That doesn't mean that some women aren't attracted to him on that show as host. Yeah, so but it all could of them is old-ass white women, though. <laughs> <laughs> my mama love you, Steve. Wow, come right, here with your little going. nasty self. I'm 79. I've been waiting on you. Touch me. I'll be going. Jesus. We're me. going on that note. Yeah. Thank you, nephew. Thank I'm, you, I'm Uncle Steve. I'm grandmama favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmama loves you. you. Oh, Up next is my I strawberry letter too. subject. Could her son be my new man? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on parenting, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, could her son be my new man? Well, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 52-year-old woman, and I need for my best friend to have an opened mind. Open mind. I've never, uh, I've known her for most of my life, and uh, she's divorced with a grown son. Her son was raised by her ex-husband, so I have not spent a lot of time with her son. I was having dinner with my best friend, and her son joined us for dinner to say hello. He sat with us briefly and talked about his dance studio in town, and since I love to dance, I was intrigued by him. He told us about his new Latin dance classes. His mom said she was not interested, but encouraged me to register for the classes. I did. And uh, I went to class on the first day, and the studio was very nice, and he used me as his dance partner. I almost fainted when he put his big, strong arms around me. Something inside of me awakened, and it was a feeling I have not had in years. The dance class is weekly, and he keeps picking me up, picking me as his dance partner for some reason. He talked to me after our fourth class, and I told him I was a little sore, so he told me he could come by and help me stretch my muscles and show me some exercises to help me warm up for dancing. I was overjoyed because any extra time I could get with her with him turned me on, even though I know it may be indecent. He has come by the house a couple of times, and the second time he put my trash out for me and changed the light bulb in my laundry room. I am addicted to this gorgeous 28-year-old man, and he may like me too because he keeps offering to help me out with stuff at my house. Do you think my best friend would be open to me asking her son out officially? He is a grown man, and my friend might like the idea of us actually becoming family. What do you think? Is he off limits because he is my bestie's son? Please advise. Uh, okay. Uh, listen, there are just rules, okay? Double standards. There are codes to life, okay? I'm sure at 52 and a 52-year-old woman, you know that. And this situation, you getting involved with your best friend's son, falls in one or all of those categories, okay? It's either, you know, it's a double standard. You can't do this, all right? No, your friend is not going to like the idea of you actually becoming family. Um, no, she did, she's not going to 
to want you to hurt her son. She's not going to want you to be with her son because you're so much older than her son. She's probably looking for her son to get married, settle down, have some kids so she can be a grandmother, things like that. And with you, that's not going to fall in this category, unfortunately. Um, She's not going to be happy about this. Yes, she told you to um, go to his dance class, but to dance, not to sleep with him, not to get with him, none of the above. None of the above. She just wanted you to go to his dance class. And yeah, he may be smitten by you. Um, you know, he's over there helping you and stuff, hoping that you know maybe something will ha- happen with this. But you're you're the the mature person in this situation, so you should know better. All right, just because you know he's fine and all of that. It doesn't mean that you should be getting with your your best friends. Where is this going to go? Where is it going to go? I mean, you got to think about all of those things, not just immediate sexual gratification and and satisfaction. And um, the part about you becoming family, so what would you be? You'd be her best friend slash daughter-in-law? No, no, slash mother of her grandkids? No, 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 no. Uh, no, (laughs) no. This is a bad idea that could get worse and you could lose your friendship over this situation. So I say absolutely not. Leave her son alone. Steve? Hmm. Well, well, well. (laughs) Ain't we finna talk about two grown-ass people? (laughs) Let's get it up. Could her son be my new man? How that sound to you? You just suck your teeth. You sucking your teeth. (laughs) How how that sound (laughs) To you. Come on. Could her son be my <laughs> new man? Mm. How that sound to you? <laughs> now you 52. And now hear how you open the letter. I'm 52 and I need my best friend to have an open mind. You don't think your best friend gonna have some requirements of you? So here we go. You've known her most of your life. Oh, good Lord, childhood. She's divorced with a grown son. A son got raised by ex-husband, so you ain't spent a lot of time with him. Uh, You was having dinner with your best friend, and then he showed up and joined you to say hello. He just sat with y'all, and then he started talking about his dance studio in town. And since I love to dance, I was intrigued by him. See, you was was sprung at the get-go. Soon as he set his little muscular ass down with them little his tight what? ass, his muscular ass down <laughs> with them tight ass Spanish pants on, Woo. with the high waistband with some glitter on it, with a slit in the bell bottoms, <laughs> and he didn't have no pockets on his ass, and I his ass had them smooth, elastic, <laughs> Latino Spanish bullfighter pants on. I wore those in Cancun. As soon as he sat in with that little shirt with the bell bottom sleeves on it, and it was open, he had hair on his chest, and his name was Estevan. Woo! <laughs> and he ha- about his new Latin dance class. Oh, now he black teaching Latin dance class. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, no, no, y'all hang on. <laughs> We're going to have part two. Yeah, I have those on in Cancun. We'll, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. <laughs> Subject of today's Strawberry Letter, could her son be my new man? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Could her son be my new man? Well, let's just start with that damn sentence. <laughs> Could her son be my new man? Girl, you 52. You was out at dinner. Uh, you, your friend you've known all your life is divorced, got a grown son. You out having dinner with your girlfriend. Her son shows up to say hello. He said, and he talked about his dance studio in town. Since I love to dance, I was intrigued by him. That ain't why you was intrigued by him. You was intrigued by him because he told you about the new Latin dance clan. Now, he done walked in with these tight-ass Spanish pants on. He done came in here with his with no pockets on the back of his ass, bell bottoms, high waist. You know them pants that come right up under your nipples? You, he got them <laughs> pants on. He got that shirt on with them bell sleeves on it. He in here, his, he didn't change his name. His name is Earl Thomas. He didn't change his name to <laughs> El Rico Suave. Yes. Just for the El Rico Suave Latino dance class. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. This black ass was teaching the Boogaloo last week. (laughs) But now Mm -mm. the Boogaloo Mm -mm. and the the twist and the monkey. And now he done seen this Latino chick. Now he done opened up this dance class. So you, his mom said to go in there and register for the class. She just trying to financially help her son. Well, girl, go take the class. You sitting up here, you go in the studio's nice. He asked you to be his dance partner. I fainted when he put his big, strong arms around me. Now, here we go. This is what the whole letter about. Something inside of me awakened, and it was a feeling I have not had in years. Your ass got hot. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Your ass got hot. That's all this is. Ain't no something awakened in me. Right, right. Your ass got hot. Pulled you in, pressed his loins in yes. them tight ass matter dough pants he had on. He got them <laughs> bullfighting pants on. He done pulled you in, and you could feel his sword and his 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 his, sword. his, his, his all this that a matter dough have. The cape stick, all that was the in cape. his pants. <laughs> Is he a bull? He's a bullfighter, right? Now, you sit up in here feeling this. The dance class is weekly. He keep picking you as your dance partner for some reason. Then after the fourth class, I told him I was a little sore. So he said he could come by and help me stretch my muscles and show me some exercise to help me warm up for dancing. Now, that that seemed like a come on right there. Because mm-hmm. I don't go in by the student's house to help you warm up and stretch muscles. You stretch a muscle, you got to lay on the table and give me your leg. Once you give me your leg, and I got these Matador pants on, I'm under some pressure. Now, here she go. I was overjoyed because any extra time I could get with him turned me on. Uh-huh. And even though I know it may be indecent, that's mm-hmm. why you need to stop this now. That's right. He was come by the house a couple of times, and the second time, he put my trash out for me and changed the light bulb in my laundry room. This right old there. ass courtship right here. That's love. This old <laughs> ass courtship right here. Men don't come by taking out trash and changing light bulbs too much no more. And mm-hmm. your ass is going, oh, Lord, he must want to marry me. He done took one. my trash out. No, he wants to do you. 
I think he got something for you because yeah. this is a little extra. You ain't just going by to help his mom out, picking you to dance for, but he don't know how to do it because he's scared to come on to you because you his mama friend. Mm-hmm. Well, he keeps right. offering to help me out with stuff in my house. Do you think my best friend, here you, here's where you get real stupid. Yeah. Do you think my best friend will be open to me asking her son out officially? Hell no. He is a grown man, and, I, and my friend might like the idea of us actually becoming family. Are you delusional? Oh, God. Are you, are you, did you lost your rabbit-ass mind? <laughs> your huff, your what best friend have to do would it? like the idea of us actually becoming family. She picture is your friend. See, we can't pick family members. Right. We we can only pick our friends. She done picture as her best friend. Now you done slept with her baby. Now you finna. What do you think? Is he off limits because he's my son's best friend? First of all, when you take this to her, she not gonna believe you coming to her with it. Helpful. Mm-hmm. What did you say? <laughs> Next question. Why him? Next statement, you ain't ruining his life. Here go the big one. She probably want her own grandkids, not yours. Yeah, that's right. Because you can't even have no more babies, probably. She going to look at you as ruining her baby's life. Chance to have me, the nice young woman, grow together, mm-hmm. have a family. You bought your old ass in here. You finna do my baby. No, you ain't, because I'm finna do you. All right, Steve. Uh, thank but you I for think that. you should go in there and tell her. But can you tape it and send it to us at <laughs> strawberryletter.com? <laughs> All right. Listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. On I swear Instagram. to God, it's going to go viral. And Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, Tyler Perry Studios hosting the next Democratic debate. Ooh, we're going to tell you about it right after this. We were just there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Just weeks after Tyler Perry opened his historic $250 million Atlanta movie compound, it's now being reported that the studio will host the Democratic presidential debate next month. Former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams confirmed the news in a tweet. The Democratic debate site is set. TPS Studios is a model for Georgia's vibrant film industry and engaged corporate citizen and an exceptional location for our hashtag Dem Debate. MSNBC and The Washington Post will reportedly host the event with an all-female panel of moderators, Rachel Maddow, Andrea oh, Mitchell. Damn oh, damn that. They don't let me do it. Oh, you want to do it? I'm damn sure it's not too moderate. late. Answer the damn question, man. Please. Please, Steve, do hey, it. homie, Please, homie, Steve. anybody ask you that? Coy, Coy, shut up. Quit talking loud. You know, you're not finna be the he boy. Be loud. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. The question. Steve. The no, question. No, we need you to do the... Republican debate, Steve. That's oh, all. hell yeah. I mean, oh, okay. But, yes. but it ain't no debate because they ain't going up against Trump. Yeah, no, yeah, well, I want to talk to Elizabeth Warren. Why? Because she's got a plan for that. <laughs> all right, uh, Steve, that would be awesome, okay, if you could do Bernie, that. Anyway. Bernie, Bernie, calm down now. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Sir, you can't raise your voice. No damn more in here. <laughs> now, you just calm down, Take Mr. Sanders. <laughs> oh, wake crazy. your ass up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Booty check, do me, spell your name, dog. If there's an easier way we can write this so we can say your name, dog, I would love to do that. 
But it, and then they had to do what I say do. I be talking all the time. Your time is up. Your damn time is up. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I had a bell in my hand. Ding, 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 ding. Not going to let you do it. Not going to ding, 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 ding. Not going to let you do Not it. Not on my watch. No, no. <laughs> Boy, Steve, that would be so funny. That would be so funny. funny. That I would, would love be that. would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, who did I say? Rachel Maddow, Andrea Mitchell, Ashley Parker, and NBC News White House correspondent Christian Welker. Some of the candidates who have qualified so far to participate include Joe Biden, like you said, Steve, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Tom Steyer, and uh, Elizabeth Warren and Andrew Yang. The debate is slated to take place November 20th at 9 p.m., 8 Central. And uh, listen, if Steve could moderate. <laughs> Skip all Tyler these Perry's studio, so. Yeah, let Tyler Perry. Oh. I'm the only one. Just let me be Lester Hope. <laughs> all right. Coming up at the uh, top uh, of the hour. Change my name from Lester Hope to Chester Don't. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, moderating is Chester Don't. Don't try me. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Flavor Flav, you are the father at the age of 60. Uh, we'll tell what? you about that one right after this. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Flavor Flav, you are the father. According to the results of a genetic paternity <laughs> test, Flavor Flav is 99.9% confirmed uh, as the father of a two-month-old baby boy. Wow. His mother <laughs> well, filed yeah, a new Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Why are we doing a DNA? What do you mean? How we have to determine. To that's how you determine if he's but, the dad Does the baby or not? have a clock? On his neck. <laughs> That's what time That's it is. That's his boy. baby, too. <laughs> the baby cute. Oh, we got to do a DNA. Oh, no. We got to do this DNA. I know in hell will. We got to have DNA right now. No, uh-uh. I changed my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> cute. DNA. Let's go. That's why we have to do a DNA. You got it now. Got right, so to do a DNA. The baby's mother filed a paternity case in L.A. County courts. Uh, her name is Kate Gamble. She'll now ask a judge to make Flavor Flav play child support. Uh, William Jonathan Drayton Jr., you know, that's Flav's legal government name. He's 60 years old. Now, word has it that Flav and his baby mama, Kate, met at an event where Kate worked with Chuck D for a while before joining Flavor Flav's team. So, Steve, here's a question for you. What would you do with a newborn at 60 years old? I have to go to court. <laughs> because there's no way I'm fit to be a father of an infant. I'm, I'm going to just turn myself into the court. I am the most unfit person to be a father of an infant. I don't want the damn kids I got now. Stop saying that. Uh-uh. I'd be damned if I'm finna start this They're process listening. again. Oh, I want them to hear me. Yeah, I'm not starting this process again. No Lord. No Lord. No, dad, dad, goo, goo, my ass. No, Goo goo ga ga, I ain't da da. That's who I ain't. Look at me. Wow, what is Flav gonna do? 
changing diapers, yeah. formula. That's what's that late going to the park. Getting graduation is late. Okay, I tell you what. Give me the things that come with raising a new child, and I'm gonna tell you why they need to just come get this baby now. Go ahead. Okay, well, changing the baby, changing, of course. Deal with it. Hey, the longer I let it stay on you, the longer, the quicker you'll probably get potty trained. Diaper rash. What? Diaper rash. If your ass is burning long enough, you're gonna stop doing it. And be backed up as a baby? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> next next scenario. Oh, my God. Okay, okay nursing what, uh, formula. Do? Nursing and formula, mixing the formula, all that, you know? Nursing. Feeding. Well, like yeah, the baby's got to be fed, yeah. Oh, oh that's, oh, that's on yo mama. <laughs> that got nothing to do with me. I ain't got nothing for you. Okay, they ain't an ounce of milk in these here things. <laughs> Oh, God. Every now and then, they might sweat a little bit, but I'm pretty sure there's no nutritional value on these here. The and visual, what though. What if the baby gets sick and you have to take it to the uh, pediatrician, Steve? And the baby know. gets sick. Y'all yes. not arresting me for this baby getting sick? What, nobody's talking well, about arresting you. It would be your fault. You. Babies, yeah. babies get sick. Yeah, That's they have a little colds yeah, or a colic. Or put or some vapor rub on his chest. Put a hot washcloth on his chest and lay his That's ass down. Much. Oh, God. Sweat it out. Give <laughs> him a hot toddy. Oh, you're right, some you're little right. Hennessy, okay. honey, and a little <laughs> rock sugar and Hennessy. put him to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, make, make a hot toddy and let's deal with him. I'm not going down here getting accused of this. Babies can't have hot <laughs> Now you got to draw. That's why 60-year-old people don't need babies. <laughs> well, congratulations going out to Flavor Flav. Uh, coming up, more music, more fun, and more Steve Harvey's <laughs> ignorance at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, uh, welcome back. Hey, you know, y'all, look, I'm out here in L.A., and... Um, I want to just say that these fires are close. A lot of people have been asking me, uh, have I got an evacuation notice? Not yet, but it's mm-hmm. it's in driving distance from where I live. The Getty fires are uh, probably, if mm-hmm. I wanted to exercise to walk there, I could do it. That's how close really? it is. Really? Oh, it's a lot, man. LA, these fires are very, very real, and what mm-hmm. hurts it the most is uh, the winds. The winds. Uh, what's good right now out here is it's a little bit cooler than normal, and that's a slight help. But man, it's it's raging out here, and there are a lot of people evacuate. And you just have to be conscious of evacuation notices. Look, you can get as tragic as it is to lose your home, and I can't imagine that. All of this stuff can be replaced. You can't. So you have to take these evacuation notices seriously. Uh, You can't stay there with your garden holes and save your house. We've got to take care of ourselves, our family, friends, neighbors, you know, for pet lovers, get your pet and, and get out and save yourself and let the firefighters do what it is that they can do. But uh, we've got to be conscious of this. It's a huge situation out here. Almost every year we have to deal with these fires out in L.A. And it, and it's tough, man. And uh, certain sections of my street on Mulholland are closed off right now. And uh, it, it's tough, you know. 
I just pray for people's safety, you know. Really yeah. do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time for Ask Steve, your favorite segment, Steve. We're going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask you to please keep your answers short so we can get more questions in. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> you ready? I got oh, one. Oh, yes, right. I got one. What are some foods that you hesitated to eat but later you loved it? Oh. Escargot. Good question. Oh. Caviar. Oh. Uh, What's escargot? Uh, Snails. Snails. Yeah. yeah. I try. It's I not a favorite of mine, but you know, I, it's some stuff I would. I never do that. Sushi. Oh, I yeah. swore sushi yeah. off as a young boy. Raw. Man, you got to put some fire <laughs> on my there. fish. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Some right. grease. Some th- those three things uh, I remember. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Fish eggs. Mm-hmm. Nobody know damn yeah. fish eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do, Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <It can't be. laughs> Good question. Good rich answer. All right. Um, how do you know someone has a crush on you? If they looking at me <laughs> and their <laughs> mouth is hanging open <laughs> and they <laughs> slobbering. <laughs> yeah, in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your now boo. that that's your new boo. Yeah. Now that has never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not even but rich? That hasn't happened. Come on. Well, I've seen other ways not that extreme. Oh, okay. I, okay, man. Uh-huh. At an event, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was speaking to a, a group. Yeah. And it was mostly women. Mm-hmm. And this woman had a miniskirt on. <laughs> and, and, you know, was kind of working it towards me. I was mm-hmm. doing the speaking. Mm-hmm. But then got up. Yeah. Left. After the event was open, over, put on a skin tight cat suit with heels and came right back in the room because obviously uh-huh. the miniskirt wasn't winning. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know, I didn't even know why. And it changed into a cat suit. Yeah. And came in front, and I mean, skin tight. And walked skin right tight. in front of your eyelines to make oh. sure you could see her. Yeah, your to eyelines. the point where it pissed the other women off. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what because they knew it was that obvious. Oh man, women! What you can't you can't slide nothing past mm-hmm. flirting on a woman. Now man can miss it, but women women ain't mm-hmm. gonna miss it. Uh-huh. And What's that your fine game? Mm-hmm. All, all the time because we know. <laughs> Was right. she fine in the cast? Uh, I didn't hear what you said. Say again. The, the answer was yeah. in his silence. If you didn't pick that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quickly, what warning label do you consistently ignore, and why? The Surgeon General has determined oh, gosh! that smoking oh, can cause birth defects. Are you for real? And right there, I quit reading because I ain't been had no babies. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Crazy. All right, we got to get out of here. That concludes our uh, segment, Ask Steve. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and uh, we'll come back uh, and talk some more right after this at 49 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good Tuesday, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a good Tuesday. Yeah. Steve, you've been on, well, I don't want to say this. You've been funny today. I'll just put it like that. Um, Thank you. Be- yes, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, really Carl. funny. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have some more ask Steve. I didn't get all my questions out. I have what, what, what you want to ask me? Well, Steve, right. if you keep your answer short, we can get more questions in. Please. Early. You don't. All right, dog, what's the, what's the 
What's the strangest thing you ever brought home from a night out? Ooh, good question. Uh, Interesting question. Strangest thing you ever brought home from a night out? A girl's phone number that turned out to be my cousin. Ooh. 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 Huh? Yeah, a long time ago, man, I was at this club. Like, I was about 22 years old. Met this chick. Oh, man, we was talking at the club. Got her phone number. You know, wasn't no cell phones back then, so I'm going home to call her. And uh, I had wrote the number down, and I had it on this pad. Mm-hmm. So I was going to call her the next day. So my mama... Uh, saw the number on the pad. I had wrote it on the pad by the phone. I was going to call it the next day, but I meant to tear the pad off and take it in, take it upstairs. And uh, m- matter of fact, I, well, I was about uh, I was about 19. I was about 19. Okay. And uh, took I meant to tear it off and take it upstairs. I took it upstairs. I didn't, I didn't take it upstairs. The next day, my mama saw the number and she said, baby, when was you gonna call um, Agnes? I said, what? She said, what is you doing with Agnes's phone number on here? Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. what the hell you mean? No, I said, no, mama, that's that's a girl's phone number that I got. She said, no, baby, that's that's Agnes's phone number that she uses at her sister's house. And I said, what, mama, what you talking about? She said, baby, I call this number all the time. She called the number, she said, Hey, uh, Shirley, how you doing? She said, I'm fine, Illy, how you doing? I'm sitting there going, She said, Steve had wrote the wrong number down here. I said, no, mama, that's a girl's number. I had met a girl who mm-hmm. was my cousin at the club and got her number wow. out of her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Not Kim folk. Oh, uh, no. Wow. <laughs> Damn. You talk about ignorant ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this girl you got, got this number there. from? Mama, I don't know how I got that number. That ain't the number she got. Oh, here go the real number. I changed one number at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, since mm-hmm. we um, have you, any more uh, thoughts? On, we did a Flavor Flav story earlier. He yeah. is a brand new father at 60. And yeah. um, I, I just happened yeah. to ask you, yeah. we, uh, we wanted to know, how would you be as a father at 60? Well, just uh, as Flavor, just a advice to Flavor. He should really, really consider suicide. No, you know what, no. Steve? Stop. No. At, no. Uh, you know, I mean, no. at this point in his life, what is this for? What is the, the clock benefit? off? Sure. You got to take that clock off. You can't go up to that school with that damn clock around your neck. Drop that baby off. Whose old ass granddaddy is this with this clock? Who is the black clown, mama? That's up. Boy, ain't nobody up here trying to do this no more. Them white kids ain't gonna know nothing at that school. So that's like one thing I would do. And don't do that to the child. Coming up in here, man. I'm just saying, you 60, man. You gotta really think this out, man. Who's 60 with a baby? You know. That's the beauty of being a man, though. White. You ain't white. (laughs) What does that have to do with it? What does race have to do with it? You ain't. Michael Douglas. But he ain't 
flavor ain't white. I don't care if his, his girlfriend white. That ain't got nothing to do with it. He not white. <laughs> okay, this is a white man move, Michael Douglas. You know, they can do that. <laughs> Robert De Niro, they can do that. <laughs> they have kids when they 60 and 70. They hire eight nannies and they work through it. <laughs> You sitting up in here, you ain't got no so nanny money. Man. You got the caddis baby to school with them damn block <laughs> on your neck. <laughs> you in New York, you got to get on the train. All the little kids running and stuff. Mommy, there's a bug at the playground that can walk. <laughs> oh, Steve. Shut up. That's flavor. Why <laughs> uh. I'm sorry I asked. Uh. Uh, you should be. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then one more thing. We got to say congratulations because uh, the next Democratic uh, debate is going to be at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta, his brand new studios that he just opened, uh, historic $250 million compound. Uh, And Steve, you said you might be the moderator. Take us out on that. Uh, They won't let me, so tomorrow on the show I will tell you as me as the moderator how it would go. Y'all have yourself a great weekend. Please stay tuned for tomorrow because I will be just as ignorant as I was today. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Tuesday. Crazy. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 